Well, I'll tell you what, 2024 is going to be probably, if you allow it, probably the year you're going to look back and say, wow, wow, God did something amazing in my life in 2024. But I got a, a, a little bit of a, I'll tell you what it's going to require of you though. It's going to require you to be all in. It's not going to be requiring you to be like, ah, maybe, maybe not. It's going to be like, you're going to be like jumping. I'm all in. I'm going to be in this fully in 2024. Because what's at stake is your freedom. I have determined that the enemy has done a really good job. And I would even say uh, with Christians to remember the enemy has one strategy. His strategy is to kill, steal, and destroy. And he commissions his demons to, um, to work against you. And so we have this spiritual battle going on. But guess what? We have the answer. And the answer applied to our life will pr produce freedom. And the answer, remember always the right answer in church is what? Jesus. Jesus. The answer is Jesus. The answer is Jesus. But his word applied. His word applied. And this is why when we're going to start the 21 days of prayer fasting, we're going to be sending you daily devotionals if you sign up. Actually, go ahead and put that QR code for the 21 days. I, I, it's so important for you just to scan this code right now. You can actually download it on the GCC app as well. You can go to the app. I just want to make sure you don't leave here today without um, taking... Just go ahead and take your phone. Don't listen to me for... I'll, I'll make sure I say nothing important for the next two minutes. I'll keep talking, but it won't be super important. Because what we're going to do is we're going to send you daily devotionals, but we're going to be praying through God's word together. That is important because God word, God's word has the ability to transform our life. When we apply God's word to our life, we begin to realize that he, we are moving to places of freedom that we didn't know we didn't have. And, and here's the interesting thing. Not only are we going to take back what the enemy has stolen, but we're going to realize that we have, have been in greater bondage than we've realized. See, People who are in bondage don't know they're in bondage because they've never experienced freedom on the other side. Yeah. You can't see where you haven't been. I was yesterday burning a bunch of uh, bankers boxes of old files. As I'm going through there, it's like 20 years of my life. And this was back in the days where I was in business. And, and there were the, the, the big folders of these frivolous lawsuits against us and, and all the legal documents. And there was all these closings. I was in real estate and had all kinds of like closing documents and loans and mortgages. And then I saw all the certificates of insurance. And then I saw all the payroll stuff. And then I started seeing, getting overwhelmed. like, you know what? I thought I was building a life and realizing I was building building greater um, slavery in my life. You know, the amounting debt that was taking place during that time. And, and I'm coming at this stage of my life and I'm looking back as I'm burning all these things in, in this bonfire and I'm realizing, wow, I, I wasn't as free as I thought I was. And, and at the time, I thought, like, I'm living the American dream. Like, I'm building wealth and I'm in, involved in all of these things and, and, you know, I'm pursuing all these things and and at the time, there was nothing, I mean, we helped, you know, we gave to help build this building back in the day to how many years ago? I don't know, maybe 15 years ago and used the, the proceeds of our business activity to help do that. So there's nothing wrong with building wealth, but we got to build it God's way. And this is why FPU is so important because we have to realize what does God's word say about wealth and how do we build it God's way? 
and I was building it the world's way, which actually was actually adding stress to my life and to our marriage and uh, mounting incredible amounts of debt and realizing at that point in time, I'm not free. The borrower is a slave to the lender, right? The scripture says the borrower was a slave. So I was actually living in great bondage and I didn't understand the kind of bondage I was in because I've never experienced the level of freedom that God wanted me to experience. You can't see what you haven't yet experienced. So you're going to have to go a little bit with faith and you're going to say, all right, I'm going to give myself to 21 days of prayer and fasting. I'm going to give myself to, to Financial Peace University. I'm going to actually give myself to, by the way, we're offering Celebrate Recovery again this winter. So if you have a, a hurt, a hang up or a habit that you want to be free from, we, well, that's Tuesdays, right? You can go Celebrate Recovery on Tuesdays. You can go to FPU on Wednesdays. <laughs> You can come to church on Sundays, and you're going to pray and fast all day long. <laughs> I told you, we're going all in. We're going all in to get to freedom. We're to get to freedom. I love this scripture here. It's like, wait a second. We haven't gotten to real good scripture yet. Are like, are we in church? Yes. Matthew chapter 11. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew chapter 11. These are Jesus's words. It says, starting in verse 25, Matthew eleven twenty-five, 25, says, at that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. What I love about that first part of that verse is realizing that, that you, you don't have to be like super sophisticated to understand God's principles. You just have to be submitted you have to have a willingness and an openness like a child, faith like a child, to be able to, be, uh, to understand and to receive what God has for us. It says, yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me, remember this is Jesus saying it, by my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father, the Son being Jesus, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone whom the Son chooses to reveal to him, so for all of us, those, have you given your life to, to Jesus? Now God has been revealed to you. Your Father in heaven has been revealed to you. This is the verse, though. This is the key verse. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. Come to me. He's inviting us into this relationship and said, will you do it my way? Because you've tried it your way, and guess how's it working for you? <laughs> Come to me, all who, are, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is what it says, take my, yoke upon, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and lowly or humble, and you will find rest in your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Can I have an amen? Amen. See, see Jesus is saying if we began to do it his way, put his yoke... The idea of a yoke, it sounds heavy, but really the, the concept is, is, is a young um, oxen yoked with a very strong, experienced oxen. And all the, the young oxen needs to do is just follow along because the yoke is actually a yoke of safety. The yoke is the, the thing that creates our burden is, is light because we have Jesus actually pulling the majority of the weight. 
But he's saying if we just learn from Jesus, if we learn in doing it his way, then we're going to find rest and peace for our souls. We're going to find freedom. But, but here's the big idea today. If you want to write one thing, there's one thing I want you to walk out of here today realizing is freedom starts with a decision to be free. Freedom starts with a decision to be free. Now, you're going to have to walk it out, but I want you to walk out today saying, you know what? 2024 is my year of freedom. 2024 is my journey to freedom to do it God's way, to do it Jesus's way. And I'm going to find rest and peace for my soul. And I'm going to find greater freedom in my life that I never knew was possible because I'm going to do it his way. Freedom starts with a decision to be free. So do you want to be free? Yeah, I think we all do. And here's the thing. If we're not saying yes, it means we think we are free. But I'll tell you what, every person in here can experience a new level of freedom than they're currently existing in their life today. You can experience fresh things. But the thing is, is if we're sitting in a boiling pot and we've been in a boiling pot, we don't know anything other than the boiling pot right? The frog in the boiling pot of water. We just realized that there's another life to be lived. And I didn't realize that as I was, had my banker boxes burning all of the old documents is like, wow, (laughs) I wasn't as free as I thought I was. I was not living the American dream. I was living the American nightmare. (laughs) In Galatians five, verse one, it says for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Now he's using the same analogy of a yoke. If you're yoking yourself to the world, the world will bring you somewhere. If you're yoked to the world, the world will bring you somewhere. But guess what the world does? The world system is cloaked in the demonic's way, Satan's way, which wants to kill, steal, and destroy. So there's no life found in that. There's activity, and I'm not saying everything's demonic, but I'm just saying, if you want real life and real peace and real freedom, we do it Jesus' way. We need to yoke ourselves with Jesus. That's why I love that we're starting with 21 days of prayer and fasting, because we have to link our hearts, minds, and souls to realize that if without Jesus, without his Holy Spirit, we're not going to have the power to overcome in these other areas. You know, the interesting thing, our, our, our body, soul, and spirit are all intertwined. You get healthy financially, you get healthy spiritually. You get healthy spiritually, you get healthy financially. You get healthy physically, you get healthy mentally, you get healthy spiritually. Everything is intertwined. And so I want us to walk on this journey that we're all aspects of our life are getting set free together. It's amazing when people start doing FPU, Financial Peace University, that they're realizing that they grow closer their relationship with God as they're disciplined with their money. How is that? (laughs) It's because they're realizing that actually God is the source of our wealth, that God has, has called us to steward what he's given us, that it's not just ours to do with what we want. It's his that he gets to entrust to us. And as we begin to journey that way. So as for freedom, Christ has set us free. See, Jesus is the one who's the one who opens the prison gates for us to walk into place of freedom. It's doing it his way. It's not going to be on your own strength, church. Let me just tell you this. The journey that we're going, the challenges that we're going to embark upon together, the opportunity that we're giving you to go on this journey with us is not going to be easy. It's going to require the three D's of freedom. And I'm going to talk about these three D's. 
The three D's of freedom are this. Discipline, devotion, and determination. They, they are not easy words. <laughs> They're not easy words. But remember, freedom starts with a decision to be free. My son decided to go to university, um, to Norwich University, five years ago, six years ago. How many years? Five years ago. My son's on, he's a technical director tonight, or today, and, and five years ago, he just held up his hand. Five, Dad, it's been five years. Norwich University, I, I, when he was going there, I said, um, Ethan, why do you want to go to a military school where you're going to, he was in the, trained in the Corps of Cadets, but he had no interest in going to the military. He goes, Dad, I feel like I have some leadership inside of me that I need to have developed. I said, son, there are easier ways than going to a military school to have that developed in you. But he chose to do that. Why? Because he knew that that hard discipline was going to be required of him to pull something out of him. Just like when I said the decision to be free, right? Freedom starts with a decision to be free. It starts with a decision. It started with him a decision saying, I want to go to a military school because I know it's going to be hard, but I'm going to make this decision. But he's made a decision to say, in that decision, there's going to be an incredible amount of discipline that's going to be required of me. And I would just say, the three D's of freedom, the number one D is discipline. The interesting thing about discipline, it's actually the root, same root word of being a disciple. And when people, you've heard me say this before, and when people follow Jesus, right, they're a disciple of Jesus. What they're saying is, I'm, I'm choosing a narrower path. I'm choosing not the wide path that the world has. I'm choosing a narrower path and doing it Jesus' way. Discipline is going to say, I'm choosing on 21 days of prayer and fasting, I'm choosing not to eat certain things or watch certain things or whatever you're going to choose to give up. You're disciplining yourself because you know that in that discipline is going to track you to places of freedom. Proverbs 12.1 says, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. But he who hates discipline, reproof, or reproof is stupid. Ah, I've got to find that translation. That didn't seem like it read too well to me. Proverbs 12.1. Look it up in your Bible. You read it for yourself. Proverbs 12.1. Basically, love discipline. Love discipline. And if you hate discipline, then you're not very wise. See, there's something about discipline. We don't like discipline. We don't want people to tell us what to do. We, we want to go our own way. We want to make our own path. And the reality, there's already a path laid out for us. And at the, at the path of righteousness that leads to freedom, to leads to joy, and that leads to peace. But yet, for some reason, it's a path less traveled. Why is that? Probably because we're all stubborn and we want to go our own way. But Jesus is the way. And he has created a path for us. But freedom starts with a decision to be free. And our first D in this journey towards freedom is discipline. And the hardest part, by the way, the hardest part of any great work, the hardest part of any project that you want to undertake is what? Starting. You just got to make a decision to start. You're going to say, guess what? 2024, I am going to start. I am making a decision that I want to be more free this year than I was in 2023. I'm going to make a decision that I want to experience greater freedom. So number one, discipline. It's going to require something of you. 
Number two, devotion. Why I pick this word devotion is because it really is, has to be rooted in your relationship with Jesus. You're not going to get yourself into greater places of freedom just on your own self-will. It's not going to last. You can do it for a season, but it's not going to last. It's going to be temporary. But when you do it out of the direction and empowerment of the Holy Spirit, then that is lasting freedom that's going to happen for you. Because the Holy Spirit has a way of pinpointing things in our life. Desires, hurts, hang-ups, um, motivations, pain points. He knows better how to walk us into greater places of freedom. We're going to provide the tools. We're going to provide the, the atmosphere. We're going to provide the mechanisms. But with the Holy Spirit on top of it, who's going to empower you, you're going to have to have that devotion. You're going to need the Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth, which he does, by the way. The Holy Spirit will guide you in all truth. But what that means is this, this is what's going to require of you. I tell you, it's not going to be easy. This is what it's going to require of you. Humility. I know you think you have it all together. I know you think you have the answers. And I know you think that your way is the better way. But humility is the willingness to say, guess what? I don't know it all. Humility says, I'm willing to learn. Humility says, I'm going to try it God's way and not my way. Humility is being willing to confess some of your secret sins to people when you go to celebrate recovery and say, you guess what? I've been struggling with this for years, but I, my humility says I need to get free and I'm going to put myself into a place where I can experience freedom. Humility. Humility says, you know what, um, I'm willing to go to FPU because, you know what, I, the reality is my finances aren't really where they need to go. And, and you think that somehow that you're, you're abnormal in all those, but guess what, we're all swimming in the same pond. <laughs> we're all in this together. They, you are not abnormal, and that's the thing about any of these groups that we offer. We realize that when we come together, we realize that Actually, there's a lot of things we have in common. And, and, but, but the humility is going to say, I'm going to put myself into a place where I need to be the student learning in humility, with discipline, under the power and conviction of the Holy Spirit. That's the devotion part. So you've got discipline, devotion, and then here we have determination. This is the one that, that you're going to be like, guys, if you want freedom, you're going to have to be determined to see it through. So many people start, you know, New Year's resolutions. That's why I say people, the, the, the scientists will tell us, do not set New Year's resolutions. All you're doing is you're setting yourself up to fail because I don't know the percentage, but a high percentage of people never follow through on their resolution. Instead, you just... Maybe we need to try it God's way, right? That we need to have some discipline. We need to posture it first in prayer and fasting. And then we need to have some determination to say, we're going to have some grit. And we're going to say, I'm going to see it through. James 1, 5 through 8 says this. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach. And it'll be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who, is who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. 
For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded, unstable in all of his ways. And I'm saying, don't go half in. You have to make a decision to say, you know what, 2024, I'm going all in. We're going to pursue Jesus all the way, and we're going to experience new levels of freedom like never before. We're going to go all in. I'm not going to like, I'm just going to test it out for a little bit. I'm going to put my toe in. I'll show up one time. I'll sign up for the class, but I'm not going to really do the homework. You chuckle because that's you. <laughs> no, you're going to make a decision. That freedom starts with a decision to be free, but then you're going to be determined to see it through. So not only are you going to be, have discipline, you're going to have devotion, and you're going to have determination. And then you're going to look back on 2024 as we're going to be this, this time next year, you're going to look back and say, I am so glad I did because I didn't know. I didn't know I wasn't walking in places of freedom that I, that I needed to walk in and, or I, I could experience greater peace. So what does freedom look like? What does freedom look like for you? Freedom looks like more peace. Freedom looks like more joy. Freedom looks like having the ability to take that family vacation and not put it on a credit card and realize that you can truly enjoy it because you're, you're, you've already saved for it. What would it look like that you're free from the concerns of what people think? What would it look like if you're free to not have guilt and shame? What would it look like that you're free from substances or toxic relationships that control you? What if you're free that, that you don't have to like eat your emotions all the time? What would it look like that you're free from pornography? What would it look like that you're free to pursue God in the calling that he has for you because you have no financial obligations that keep you bound? Yeah. What would that look like for you? What would that look like for you? So not only are we asking you uh, the two things today, my two action items today are this. You've signed up for 21 days in prayer fasting, correct? Good. You're making a decision today that you want to pursue freedom. But we're going to do this seeking Jesus first. Then you're going to say, you know what? If I'm not done FPU before, I'm going to make a choice. I believe that there's going to be 50 slots filled We'll provide a meal for you. It'll be on a Wednesday. It'll be from 6 to 8, and we're going to do this together. And uh, that's our church-wide group. You can have choose some of our other groups, obviously, which are great. Um, Celebrate Recovery is another great group of, uh, for freedom. But then we're going to do this. We're going to turn not only the page on on. 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting, but I'm going to, not this week, next Sunday... Um, Chaplain Carolyn Brown is going to give the message. Be so, so encouraged by her. She is a spitfire. And you're going to want to buckle up for that one. She's going to be talking about um, another person from the Bible. Then after that, I'm going to be starting a series called The Journey Towards Freedom. 
the journey towards freedom, because we're going to be looking at um, the children of Israel moving from slavery of Egypt into the promised land that God had. And we're going to be looking at all these life lessons that um, that are that we can apply in our journey to freedom, like why contentment is crucial, the dangers of looking back. I'm going to talk about leadership 101, 201, and sorry, 101, 201, and 301. There's some great leadership principles for those of you guys who, who want to say, I want to lead God's way. I'm going to talk about why does receiving God's promises require you to conquer the enemies in your life. And we're already start that, but it's really interesting when you look at God gave them a promised land, but in there were giants that they need to overcome. We're going to talk about why praise precedes victory. We're going to be talking about the, the dangers of complaining and negativity. These are all things that are, going to, that are going to either set us to greater places of freedom or take away our freedom. The journey to freedom, looking at the children of Israel moving from slavery in Egypt into the promised land. And we're going to take that journey together. So that's going to be in two weeks from now. We're going to start that. But would you make a decision... 2024 is going to be the year of greater freedom for you, for your life. What would it look like? What would it look like for you? Remember, freedom starts with a decision that you want to be free. The hardest part's going to start, church. It's starting. So today, I want you to determine to say, I want to be free. I want to experience greater places of freedom in my life. I want to be yoked to Jesus in his way because that's going to lead us into a place of abundance, a place of peace, a place of joy. But would you say yes to Jesus? His call. I believe he's calling us as a church to greater places of freedom. But it's going to take discipline, devotion, and determination. And I know you've got all three of those. Let's pray. Father, we're just thankful that you have stirred this call inside of your church to say we want to pursue greater places of freedom in our lives. Freedom in our relationships, freedom in our finances, freedom in our health. But we know that it all is rooted in our relationship with you, Jesus. Let us pursue you wholeheartedly Lord, I just pray that you would give us the discipline, that you would give us our devotion to you, Lord Jesus, and you would give us a determination to say, I am not going to settle this year. I am not going to go half in. I'm going all in. Help us, Lord, I pray. Father, if there's anybody here who today needs a touch from you, that they would just come and, and have this sense, Lord, that you're, you're ministering to them right now. There are some here today who don't know you as Lord and Savior, Father. I just pray simply that they would just say, 
call out to you right now and say, Jesus, I need you in my life. Thank you for going to the cross to save me from my sin. That I can be free from guilt and shame. That what you did, Jesus, allows me to have a relationship with my father. To begin this journey of freedom with you. Thank you that three days later you rose from the grave. You conquered death. Showing that you truly are the Messiah. The Emmanuel. The the one way to our Father. The one way to eternal life. Your scripture says if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that your Lord will be saved. And so today we are confessing with our mouths, Lord Jesus, you are Lord of our lives. You are Lord of our lives. Give us the discipline, the devotion, and the determination to pursue you wholeheartedly to greater places of freedom. And everybody said, amen. Thank you so much for watching us online. We're so glad that you joined us. We trust that Jesus has spoken to your heart and you've been challenged by his word. If you'd like to know more information about Grace Capital Church, please visit us at gccnh.com. We'll see you next time.